0: Welcome to this marketing edition of B2B Nation, part of the Technology Advice Podcast Network. Today's episode is with Loretta Jones, the Vice President of Marketing at Insightly. Thanks for joining the B2B Nation, Loretta.
1: Great. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it.
0: Oh yeah, absolutely. So hey, as we jump in here, I just wanted to have you tell us a little bit more about your background and Insightly.
1: Sure. So I've been uh in Silicon Valley since it seems like since the dawn of time. Uh, but that is a little bit of exaggeration. But for for a number of years, I've worked at a number of startups, um, and Insightly is a customer relationship management CRM application for small and growing businesses. Uh, we've been in the marketplace for about six years. We have over a million users. Um, a lot of our business comes from overseas, and um, we're doing very well in the marketplace.
0: Awesome. Well, hey, today we want to dive into the question of predictive analytics, and we want to Uh, really teach our listeners and probably me, if I'm being honest, a little bit more about that. So to jump into this topic, uh, how would you define predictive analytics? Let's start there.
1: Sure. Well, predictive analytics really means different things to different people. For example, there are vendors out there that say they have predictive analytics to help you with lead generation or demand generation. Um, you can look at predictive analytics as a way um, to look at the behavior of what your customers are doing and then kind of use, it, use that data to go out and find similar customers that have maybe similar demographics. So that's one way to do it. One way that, um, that I actually like to use it in our um, environment is to look at customers' behavior, how customers are using your application. So, for example, in Insightly, because we're a CRM, one of the first things that people need to do is to import their data into Insightly because every month we bring in about 13,000 free accounts and free 14-day trials to Insightly. So for us, what we want to do is get a sense of what percentage of those are going to become a paid customer because, as I like to joke, you know, we are a .com, not a .org. So we need to have, obviously, a certain percentage of those people on a free account and people that sign up for a free 14-day trial to then become long-term paying customers for us. So that's kind of how we're using predictive analytics here at Insightly.
0: Different ways to define predictive analytics, and and different roles would probably define predictive analytics differently. So, for instance, a demand gen manager might use predictive analytics in a different way than other roles even within a marketing team. Could could you outline for us uh, how data from predictive analytics is used with different types of roles
1: yes so so there are vendors out there that as i mentioned use predictive analytics to kind of look at the type of people the industry let's say that the people are in the titles that the people are in um maybe look at their social presence so they look at all these things online from a demographic perspective and they say based on you know this title let's say and this industry this person would might be a good person for you to go after as a customer So in that case, in this example of of predictive analytics, you're actually not looking at your existing user's behavior per se in terms of trying to see if they're going to upgrade. What you're doing is you're looking at a a set of demographics and maybe a set of social um, profile information to determine if a customer that maybe you are not that doesn't even know about you as your company might be interested in becoming a customer. So you could then take that information and maybe turn it over to your salespeople, and then they could call or email these people and say, hey, you know, have you heard about it slightly? Are you looking for a CRM or that type of You could use it um, for that type of thing in marketing.
0: So as you were talking there about sales and how they would essentially reach out to folks who, who may be interested in making a a purchase decision that got me thinking about what types of data show trends that would initiate customer action
1: so you know I think there's a there's a I'll just throw this out there's a famous I think Facebook study when they started you know they found out that for a customer to be successful I think they needed to invite something like seven friends in 21 days or something like that I can't remember the exact data but that's just an example of the data so for example for us Um, We know one of the events or one of the actions is that for someone to be successful, the likelihood of them upgrading is if they upgrade, uh, if they log into Insightly five times in the first three days after signing up for a free trial. So that would be one marker, you know, and so then what happens is um, the predictive analytics can kind of give you markers like that at different times, like what should this person be doing by day five, by seven, et cetera. Um, And then what they can also do is they can give you these types of metrics in terms of these are the engagement type of metrics that your successful customers are doing. And then what they can also do is they can give you what they call kind of delight metrics. And delight metrics are kind of what maybe some of your power users are doing. So that also helps because, so for example, let's say we have a customer That is doing all the engagement metrics, and that's great, but they still haven't upgraded. Then what we could do is we could maybe send them a personalized email that says, hey, have you thought about using this feature in the product? Because we know that this feature in the product is used by other power users, and so that might be a way to get them to use that feature um, that power users do and then increase their likelihood to then become a paying customer.
0: So let's zoom out a little bit more. And when we're talking about uh, some of those markers that customers are making, that sales or marketing teams can act on, uh, what are some of those markers?
1: So, for example, in particularly in Sightly's case, um, some of the markers are, for example, if someone logs in five times in the first three days, that's a marker that we know that they're on their way to becoming you know, possibly a successful customer, basically kind of the first step on that happy user path, if you will. Um, The next marker is whether they will view some details on a contact. Um, The next marker is whether they have viewed any type of tasks in the product. Um, And then another marker is whether they have looked at um, any type of sales opportunities in the product. So those are just some examples that tell us kind of how people are using the product and as they go along how successful they are at which point that would be a prediction as to whether they are going to become a paid customer or not.
0: So you touched on this just a little bit, but another question that that pops into my head is uh, how how does predictive analytics make a team more proactive with their customers?
1: Well, as I mentioned, we know that if someone logs in five times in the first three days, they're kind of on the first step of that happy path. So we can know that if they don't log in at that point in time, we can actively reach out to them and say, hey, you know, what's going on? Are you, are you having an issues? Why, why aren't you logging in? That sort of thing. Um, or another one is we, um, as I mentioned, we know that, you know, when, when customers look at opportunities, chances are they're probably using um, an opportunity in a sales context. So again, we can send them a personalized email that says, hey, you know, just checking in, do you have any questions on how to use Insightly for sales or any type of, um, do you need any information on kind of best practices for sales or anything like that? So those are ways that you can proactively reach out to your customers and kind of help them along based on the actions or based on the markers that your predictive analytics comes up with.
0: So predictive analytics overall is sort of a younger portion of the MarTech stack, and, and I'm just curious to hear your thoughts. You've seen it evolve probably from its infancy into where it is today. I'd be curious to hear your take on where you think it will be three to five years from now and how we'll look at data differently because of it.
1: Well, I actually think that predictive analytics, to be perfectly honest, is still kind of uh, in a nascent stage. I think that, you know, this kind of whole AI, artificial intelligence field is still kind of early on. I think there's a lot, uh, we have a lot of runway there before, you know, that type of market kind of gets, gets tapped out. Um, I think that uh, as the market matures or as, you know, the different technology matures, I think we'll be able to get even more accurate data than we get now. I think we'll be able to pinpoint events even more accurately. Um, I also think that, you know, there's a big trend for big data everywhere, big data, big data, big data. But I actually think that really what is key is almost being able to pick out small data within the big data, right? And that kind of goes to my example of... I was saying how every month we bring in about 13,000 free accounts with free trials. Um, and so that's a ton of data that we have in terms of what our customers are doing or what any person is doing in the um, application at any one time, right? So the ability to pinpoint what someone is doing and the ability to then maybe reach out to them specifically based on their behavior and then, and again, obviously hoping they will become a paid customer or hoping that they will have a good experience is, I think, really something very key to
0: marketers. Well, Loretta, thank you so much for taking some time with us today. This was a really great look into predictive analytics, and I really appreciated that last piece on where it's going. Uh, As we get out, our listeners get out into the digital world, how can our listeners find out more about you and Insightly?
1: about insightly just um, come to our website insightly.com again as I mentioned you can sign up for a free account or a free trial we also have a number of resources ebooks and white papers on our website for those that might not that might be a little bit less familiar with customer relationship management um, and we can go from there
0: all right well thank you again Loretta for a great discussion today this was wonderful
1: thank you appreciate you having me
0: absolutely and and also thank you to our listeners for following along To find out more about B2B Nation, including our marketing and HR editions, check out our website, technologyadvice.com. And lastly, as always, if you did enjoy the episode, please rate us on iTunes. Thanks for listening.